Hey, you sneaky motherfucking freaks. Guess what? What? We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube. Check out these beautiful, shiny, delightful faces and smiles. Shiny? Shiny. I haven't showered in a few days. Thank you for sharing. Check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com and search for Sex Talk with my mom. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Do you have a name for your cooch? Of course. What? The Princess Bus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. No way. You didn't expect that one. No way. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder, your mother. My foggy-brained mother. It's definitely fogs. There's no question. It could be the gummies that I had before I went to sleep. It could be the, the second dose of Klonopin that I took at four in the morning. You're just constantly popping. dosing yourself. You're popping, popping shit all the time. Yeah. Well, if you have a bad night, you're trying to just fix it before it gets too bad. We have such different experiences when it comes to bad nights. We'll get into this later in the show. Well, just so you know, I did do some meditation, too. Oh, I'm very happy for you. Okay, thank you for doing that. You're welcome. And I want to thank... Dale for being here. Dale, hey, Dale. A, a wonderful videographer and producer. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, we got a little more than just the simple hello. We got eyebrows going too. We got eyebrows. We got the whole thanks for having me. I'm excited to start the show with a little segment that we love. It's called Lube It Up, presented by Uber Lube. Uber Lube to save the day. That's our favorite high-grade silicone lubricant. And they sponsor this segment to help lubricate this conversation. Interestingly enough, I happened to have an extra little bottle of Uber Lube and I gave it to one of my friends. And what was the friend's response, Mother? Thank you. That was very sweet of you. Similar to Dale's response for being here. Spot on. Spot on. Okay, here's the question of the day. Ready for this? How do you say you want to go to Bone Town without saying you want to go to Bone Town? Oh. That's, a, that's the question I'm going to pitch to both of you and the sneaky freaks. So... How do, you, how do you basically indicate to your partner that you want to go bang away? I basically say you want to have sex. You say straight up, hey, you want to go, you want to have sex. As a cougar, there's no fucking games. We know that, okay? There's no games. If I want to have sex. I say, hey, are we having sex tonight? Do you want to, you call it sex? I call it sex. You, hey, Plain you want to sex. You don't go to, hey, do you want to go to Bone Town? Hey, no, do you want to go to, to Come Town? Hey, do you want to Come Town? go to, you know, jizz and, and jizz ejaculate and just town. Are you going to Just Town, USA? I'm constantly going to Just Town, USA, with or without people around me. <laughs> so so you, you, there's no game. I, I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before, that I had a little trick with your father, that when either of us wanted to have sex, we would put it, we'd light a candle. Okay, so that's a great signal. That's a very tactful signal. Except that his candle was going all the time, and mine <laughs> never was going. <laughs> it was like one of those everlasting candles you yeah, put in the yeah, temple the, of the church or yeah, something that's constantly of, on. Yeah, it was like that. Eight days of Hanukkah thing. <laughs> it's going too long. That oil was lasting. So, uh, Dale, you got something? Dale? No, I don't really think I've ever had like a like a like a signal or like a like a catchphrase. There's no like flag a, that you wave. What I, about I will a non-verbal say, one? For when I 
I, I was a late bloomer in the in the sex game mm-hmm. um and and for the first like five times i ever like kissed a girl or did anything i kind of like felt like i needed to like say a line or like mm. make a joke before i could even pull a move mm-hmm. like and, give us uh, give us an example the very first girl i ever kissed um we were in a crowded party and we were on the dance floor wait how and, old were you during this uh 19 18 or 19 um it was in college okay there was like eight people making out within like like arm's reach of me and i'm like i like turned to this girl that i was dancing with i'm like hey i think they're trying to tell us something and she goes what what (laughs) and then i got to re-say my joke oh no and then i got to kiss her so it still worked that's very swat she got got the joke eventually that's key i've been there before you need a reason or an excuse yeah yeah I would say for me, uh, I also, I'm not having sex so regularly that it's like I have a, a signal. It's kind of like, I think adding any physical contact to the situation. When you start getting, you start, you're in a conversation next thing you know, you're this is grabbing, it's like squeezing, squeezing. So yours is all nonverbal. Yeah. I'm not, uh, well, I mean, maybe if I'm in a relationship, I'll go, what are you, you squeezing? Sec- the arm, the leg. You're squeezing arms. Yeah. I think the, you know, it starts with a makeout and then next thing you know, you're going to bone town. I do like when someone like scratches my arm up and down. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of petting going on. You We're like just petting. animals here, people. All right, let's hear what the sneaky freaks have to say. How about that? Ready? I'm ready to hear it. Okay, Alyssa says. If we're laying down and I'm the big spoon, I grind on his booty and take my shirt off so he can feel my bare breasts on his back. Oh. If I'm little spoon, I slowly start grinding my booty against his groin with a little one of those winky faces other than that i usually just grab his dick or just say i'm in the mood it's very very straightforward to uh, the point see, that's a girl after my own heart there thank She's you Alyssa. not beating around the bush no beating around that bush uh we got another one from angela who says put him inside me usually seems to work put him put him inside me put his dick in in the hole what, what do i have to spell this out for you well question for you huh have you ever named your dick what yeah have you ever named your dick? <laughs> um, I think at one point I did have... I remember I, we talked about this early on in the podcast. Yeah. I, think, I think I adopted my father's name for his dick. No, you did not. Which was Lester. Lester, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think I inherited that. Isn't that a strange thing, huh? It is a very... Like you're Lester Jr. then. <laughs> <laughs> Jr. is too Le- significant. Yeah. A, yeah, that is hilarious. What about you, Dale? You had a name for your dick? I was workshopping Fuck Norris for a little bit. <laughs> what? Fuck. fuck Norris, like Chuck Norris. But I like that one oh. a lot. But uh, I, I don't know. It you didn't. Were it didn't. Uh, yeah, it didn't it never really. Took... It wasn't a grand slam with the ladies. Yeah, so that, I tabled it. I don't know why that wouldn't work. Well, you, you say, hey, introducing Fuck Norris. <laughs> I don't know why that wouldn't work. Do you have a name for your cooch? Of course. What? The Princess Bus. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no way. You didn't expect that one. No way. Dale's dying over there. Oh my god, did that is amazing, it. mother. Yeah. When did that come into play? It's it's been around for a while. Princess Puss. I've never heard that. I'm glad I didn't hear that. Yeah. Why wow. would you have heard that? I because mean, we've been doing like, this for six years. You right. would have thought I would have heard that by I now. I would have thought. But anyway. Or I, I sound like such an old man. Hey, yeah, I think sneaky freaks. If you have a name for your genital. Yeah. Other than dick We're in the middle and pussy. Of this other question. I'm just saying that can they can we say, say that our text line so they will text us for next week or yeah three one zero three five six three nine two zero. Text us Luna. and let us know. Text us and let us know. 
we got that text line there. All right, ready? Lisa says, one night when he wasn't getting the subtle hints, like backing that ass up against him in bed. Oh, so she had the same sort of Everyone's initial response to Alyssa. Up, yeah. She Stick goes, that ass in their face. I was starting to get frustrated waiting on him to make a move. I just put it bluntly. Are we going to fuck or what? There you go. That's another girl after Malin Hart. He was shocked and he started stuttering. Wow. Do you got to be so crude? I started laughing and said, apparently I do because you ain't picking up the subtle hint. I like the straightforward approach. I think it's a very cougar-like approach. It is extremely cougar-like. Yeah. Love it. Mike says, I have two bedrooms, one for sleeping, one for playing. I'll just pull her up and walk her to the fun bedroom and she gets the point. Or she will just take my pants off after dinner and ask me if I want to go to the fun room. I I like this idea of a fun room. Love the idea of a fun room. If anybody can afford a fun room, that's a good idea. Do you think you just constantly got to clean the fun room, though? Well, I would hope you to at least clean the sheets or something. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? What, What kind of question is that? I'm just thinking about the hygiene of the fun room. I know, but why wouldn't you clean the sheets of the fun room like any other sheets that you're having sex with? I could imagine you get tired after the, the fun room and then you go back you to your, you retreat it? to your own place and you don't remember, oh, I just jizzed all over the fun room. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta clean that fun room. Okay. Especially a hotel with two beds, that's the best. One for fucking, one for sleeping in. Didn't think of that. Yeah, I guess you could one. do that in any bedroom. Yeah, you put two beds in there. One for fucking. Anyway, Dean said, I would pick up the house, vacuum, make the bed, get both kids out of the house, shower, and ask her if she would like to cuddle. Yep, I'm married. Oh, I love that. That's hilarious. Dane, sweetheart. But you know what? He's smart because you do all those nice things. That's like the love language of gift of service. You do all that stuff, you're speaking her love language. It is sweet. Yeah. He knows what's up. He's learned. He's learned. Tom, who I will say is our 70-year-old uh, sneaky statesman. freak, the elder statesman. There's nothing I like better than a sneaky freak that's older than me. He says, we hug and kiss every day, but when the horn dog awakens, that kiss gets more passionate, and the hug includes gropes, like feeling a boob or grabbing her ass. Usually she gets the message loud and clear. I love that. What, you get, you get all hot and bothered, you start sneezing? Woohoo! <laughs> That was my sneeze, no, I just folks. And she's like shook and and I just whoa, it woke like me up. Snorting coke right over there. Yeah, I just did a couple of lines of blow before we started this. <laughs> Still tired. I love that response, Tom, and I'm gonna follow that. Hopefully, to the age of seventy, when my horn dog awakens. Yeah, do you want to re- remind the sneaky freaks of what happened that time when you you asked an older person in Spanish? Remember when you were in Spain? You love this I love story. story. You made me repeat this story countless times. Well, at this point, I don't even remember the story. It was basically you just asked him, you know, what to do, and he said basically in Spanish, "Just do it I now think, because I think it's I said, gonna fall off." No, I think I said, "Do you have any advice for me right. as a young person?" And he said, "Yes, use your penis before it falls off." Yeah, but he said in Spanish, Pretty good. which made it even cuter. Yeah. You were not there. I feel like I was there because I heard it so many times. Okay. Joseph says he goes for skin-to-skin contact, caressing, a handsy hug. Those are my usual signals, as are mine, Joseph. Thank you. <laughs> Lizzie says if they leave my room to go pee, I just get naked. A little surprised when they come back. Smiley face. Wait, That's pretty fun. What? What? What is it going to be? A stable over there coming in and out? What is that? Yeah, what's going on there, Lizzie? What, what, you got this this, if they, <laughs> this room that if, people if, just cycle it through? People just come right through and yeah. check out the nude girl on the bed. That is hilarious. 
<laughs> TJ says, normally I just kind of gauge the, the current environment. And if it's the right time, I always make the right move, the first move. I know that if I can get a nipple in my mouth, she'll be on my dick within seconds. I think uh, men need to learn a little more about foreplay, though. Well, you think, I think he, he figured it out. Nipple uh, in nip, mouth. That nipple is a signal. Signal coming towards the end. We got Mr. Bean coming in here hot saying, Oh, no. I've been peeing in public since I was born. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's his signal. You got an interpretation there? I think I think he's a week late on that one. I think that was, uh, oh, I think that was oh, last week. Oh, you're totally right. But knowing right. Mr. Bean, he probably wasn't a week late. No, I'm thinking he, he, he that's a signal to some sheep. that it, it he, probably, he, he takes a piss and the sheep goes, oh, I'm going to fuck that guy. I think there is an animal that does this. I think there's uh, like chimps or some sort of monkey that pisses on himself and that it shows that they're ready to fuck. Yeah. I swear to God. It's called squirting. No, it's not squirting, mother. Just kidding. Jesus Christ. You should know this given all the sex news that you give about animals. Yeah, oh, there's a lot of that out there. Raylene says, when I'm ready to throw down, I ask my husband if he, if he wants to snuggle with a wink. Snuggle is the code word for and Raylene. wink is nice. Everyone a likes wink. a little wink. Yeah. And the last one, we got Rachel coming in saying, I hop on or just wear leggings. They never stay on long. Is this the same person that was talking about? Men definitely like leggings, I've noticed. They get very attracted to women in leggings. I know. We just heard that story last week with the girl shitting all over her leggings. Oh, don't even go there. Don't even go there. Anyway, that is... Lube It Up, presented by Uberlube. Thank you for all your responses. That was a very fun time. I wanted to say thank you to Uberlube for sponsoring that segment. Yeah. You've lubricated the conversation, and countless times you've lubricated my sex life. Oh, and speaking of lube, I gave a present to one of my friends when I was out of town because I thought, why why would I hold back a beautiful piece of jewelry like that? It is a little beautiful bottle. It's a nice glass thing that you can it's put on your nightstand. It's a glass bottle. It looks like, it looks like a, a sculpture. Yeah, and you can use it for what, mother? Anal, oral, <laughs> and of course, vaginal. That's right. Yeah. Any type of sex you're having, you could put this beautiful hybrid silicone lubricant. It's basically made with high-grade silicon with a little vitamin E. It leaves a nice velvety finish. It gives you the perfect amount of slip so that you can let your fin, your skin feel skin. Your fin feel fin. You know, it's not goopy and smelly and, you know, tastes, it tastes like some sort of strawberry. I can't stand that. can't stand it. This is just I, some, I, you're, you're just, working with the best over it's here. It's neutral. Like, like sometimes you can just like slather it on before sex. No one even knows that you have it on. If you want to up your sex game, whether you're dry as a bone down there or you just need a little, get, get some fun lubricant going, you get 10% off and free shipping when you use code MOM at uberlube.com. That's U-B-E-R lube.com with code mom. You'll get 10% off and free shipping. Thank you, Uberlube. I would like to stay on the subject of lube. Yeah. Because I think there's some lube shaming going on on my TikTok channel. Oh, hell no. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's so many that I took screenshots of a lot of them just so we can discuss them. What, let's hear, Mother. This is very disturbing to me because yeah. anyone who doesn't like shame is, or anyone who doesn't <laughs> like lube. There's a lot of people. Who like shame is not uh, my friend. So I put a video out a couple of days ago, and it's got almost 100,000 views, and it's about what to expect over 60. Okay. Okay. What are they? Oh, I put three videos out. Oh, you, this is a whole trilogy. So we're going to go into that at some other point, but not on this podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. If you want to check out what those things are, you should go to my TikTok, TikTok page, which is Karen Lee Potter. But meantime, I thought I'd share some of the lube shaming comments that I got. I can't believe this. Let us let us hear it, mother. 
unleash the because beast. the reason that they lube shamed me is because I suggested that at sixty it's a good time to start, you know, making sure you got lube on hand at all times. At any age. Especially at, any age. at sixty. Especially at sixty, because a lot of times at sixty the hormones have a big play on your psyche. You're not getting as wet down there. You know, it can be dry and it's not, it's nothing, no reflection on your partner. And that's the thing that bothers me is that men take these things personally, which is so stupid. It is dumb as hell. It is so dumb. Listen okay. to these. This is a guy named Workout Guy. He said, with me, sweet pea, lube would never be a must or a necessity anyway. You're beautiful for 60. For 60. Yeah, I love the qualifiers. What the fuck I'm, is that? I'm not beautiful for 40 or 50, but I'm beautiful for 60 and probably gorgeous for 70. And he thinks that he would, you, you wouldn't need lube with him. Well, he called me Sweet Pea, which was actually my license plate when I first got a, my license plate. Really? Sweet Pea 9. Really? I don't know I'm how he knew that. Sweet Pea 9. I'm learning about Princess Puss. Oh, yeah, you're learning a lot today. Princess Puss is still blowing my mind. Neil says... Lube required question mark for question mark question mark question mark question mark. Uh, okay, he's being subtle there. Like what, what the a fuck? Piece of shit. Here's another one. I have a sixty year old and she's always soaking wet. Yeah, but she's probably with her own fucking sweat or some shit. Or they spit in it. You know, I hate that. Spit? Yeah. They look that they learn that on porn to spit yeah. in the spit in the vag. <laughs> That's what they do. They spit in the badge, which, you know, it's not the most sanitary thing to do. Well, it's, people it's, are going down on you all the time. Right, right. I know, but it's just, just a line of spit coming out. Is, is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at times, I guess it could be hot, but I'd much rather put that silicone lube in there. Yeah. All right, anyway, absolutely. here's another one from a guy named Four Legs on My Wagon. Wait, what is the name? Four Legs, Four on, legs on My Wagon. What can that mean? What is that name? That, that means there's four legs on his wagon. Okay. And here he goes. I was with you all the way until you mentioned lube and my cheeks clenched. What, what cheeks? His butt cheeks, obviously. They clenched? They clenched. And then there was a whole chain of events after that that people started in on him. Then we got a guy named Lewis that said, I'm on disability, but I can buy lube. All right. All right. Lewis is okay. And then we got retired 1006. If it's worked right, lube should not need needed unless. Oh, fuck that shit. And seven people hearted that. Fuck that shit. Here's another one. Four okay. out of five for me. Guess I've which one doesn't apply. Get it? Mother. Apply. Mother. I'm done with these. The well, point reached is, the end. if the prep is right, don't need lube. It is some fucking bullshit. I, I, the, the list goes on and on. It really is like such lube shaming, and it's, it's unnecessary. It's body shaming is what that is. Your body it, yeah. will do what it wants to do. If you need to use lube, you got to use lube. Or even just if you want to lose, use lube. And I shouldn't say need. I should yeah, say you want to use lube, it. you use fucking lube. I'm, I mean, it turns a turn on to use lube, it, I think. It, that's what men are so stupid about sometimes. So stupid. Because, you know, if you put a little lube on their dick, they get all excited much that's quicker right. than if you did a dry... It's the same with vibrators. You oh, add a toy I to the fucking Oh, I 100% agree with you. Some people get so offended, it's oh, I'm not enough. It's called an enhancement. It's a fucking enhancement right there. That's some funny-ass shit right there. Same thing as porn. Same as porn. Watch porn. Who, who's having this boring-ass sex? There's some boring-ass people on my fucking TikTok, apparently. Four-legged wagon. So you did you respond saying, hey, you're boring oh, as fuck? Oh, I responded oh, to I'm a sure. lot of them. You know, the problem is there's literally like thousands of com comments. You're talking about 100,000 views. 100,000 views about lube? About, uh, turning 60 and the, oh, wow. and the ramifications. You're, you're really growing a little following there, Oh, mother. yeah. We're getting a way over that 50,000 mark. That's wonderful. Yeah. 
So, and by the way, for those sneaky freaks out there, don't forget to check it out on um, Sex Talk of Their Moms TikTok. We're oh, doing yeah, some funny growing. shit going it's on growing. there. It's doing some fun stuff. I have a suggestion for any sneaky freak out there looking to signal that you want to have sex. And what might that be, Cam? Get a box from Like a Kitten. It has all of your erotic essentials that will send that flag saying, hey, I'm ready to fuck. I'm ready to go to Bone Town. Like one of the things that was in my box, which was a nice little flogger. That's absolutely right. You know, it can be very challenging going to a sex store and trying to get all the materials that you want for a fun night. With Like a Kitten, it's a one-stop shop. You order one box and it comes with everything you need from vibrators and massage oils to robes and handcuffs. It's your one-stop shop for perfect evening. Oh, I like that little purr. Because it's like a kitten. And this month, they're helping you choose your own adventure with their BYOB box, a.k.a. Build your own box. That's right. You can choose from six categories, which include toys, beauty products, lubes and cleansers, games, sexy accessories, and lingerie. I love the lingerie. They gave me a robe. I walk around in it all the time. Of course you do. It's beautiful. I love my robe, too. I got one as well. What's wonderful is that this box is only $69.00. And that's, by the way, before a discount. I like the number. And some of the vibrators alone retail for more than $69. So you, this is a fucking steal of a box. Right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash mom or enter code mom at checkout. Just go to likeakitten.com slash mom or use code MOM at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Likeakitten.com slash mom. The link is in this episode's description. Moot. Yes? Do you know an underrated ingredient to good sex? I'm going with a good mattress. That's right. That's why we recommend purchasing a Helix sleep mattress. You know why I love Helix? Why is that, Mother? It has you take a quiz. It takes about two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. That's right. It's like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. That's right. Why are you sleeping on a mattress that's not perfect for your body? Everyone is unique, and Helix knows that. So Take they the have... guessing game out of it. That's right. I took the quiz. I told them, hey, I like a bed firm like a rock. I want to wake up where I feel like I've just been slammed against the wall. And that's how you feel? I feel like I slept like on a little cloud, like a baby's a beautiful night's sleep. I love this mattress. Best mattress I've ever owned. Me too. And what's tremendous about this mattress, by the way, Mother, they give you 100 nights risk-free. So you you order it online. They'll ship it to your door. You try it out. If you don't like it in 100 nights, they'll come. They'll pick it up for you. You know what else is great? Huh. It was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by not only GQ, but Wired Magazine. Stop going to the mattress store and getting all frustrated, going on these nasty used mattresses. Go to helixsleep.com. They're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash sextalk. That's helixsleep.com slash sex talk take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you with a customized mattress give you two free pillows and two hundred dollars off helixsleep.com slash sex talk how's everything going by you son i've seen better days what does that mean uh my heart seems to be palpitating like crazy you called me up and you said i want to talk to you about something but i don't want you to talk about the podcast and the first thing you do is you mentioned i said i don't want you to make fun of me on the podcast oh okay which is that i thought i was about to have a heart attack and i honestly still think i'm about to have a heart attack at that moment's notice well, I'm glad that if you do, we're up in a beautiful um, outside area right now so that, you know, you can get some fresh air into your lungs. Yeah. Well, 
I have a new ailment. So uh, let me just back up and say, okay, sneaky freaks, here's the deal. As you might have inferred from this podcast, we have some anxiety in this family. It's a real mental thing. You, you know? really think we have anxiety? Yes, I think we have some anxiety in this family. What that means is basically that our stress response is everyone has different stress responses. You know, some te- if you if someone gets stressed, they might go and they might drink punch alcohol or punch a wall. They might get angry. They might punch a wall. They might start yelling at their partner. Right. My response and maybe yours as well is to start thinking there's something wrong with our bodies. You're you're kidding me. I didn't know that about you. Your sarcasm, but someone. You're being sarcastic, but okay, no, so people don't realize. The, the first time you're listening to this, you have to understand that our family is completely nuts. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I just think it's our no, stress it's, response. It's definitely mine, yours, various members of the siblings, the siblings, <laughs> spouses, everyone. So anyway. It could be a Jewish thing. Maybe Jewish people are more it anxious. It could be. It could be. I think it's just a human thing. Anyway, I got over the worms thing. Well, maybe you should, you know... The fact that I thought I had worms because I couldn't stop shitting. So you got to listen to the, so then we took the some episode tests. before this. We took some tests. It comes back negative. So I'm no longer worms. So my mind goes, oh, what's the next thing that yeah. I can worry about? Oh, it's the fact that your heart is palpitating. Yes. And and so now I wake up all the time thinking that I'm, I'm about to have a heart attack. And now a new one. This is bizarre. I have started having fart pains. What? I don't know why. I, I You wouldn't believe every time I have to fart, streaking pain through my asshole. Well, that's because you're eating all the garbanzo bean shit that you always eat. I, first, wait, why did garbanzo beans have to do with it? And also, I, I was eating a lot of garbanzo beans yeah. recently. So well, maybe you, beans, it does have something? Beans create a lot of gas. Okay, but Anything why? With fiber. I, I, even when I'm gassy, I've never had like shooting hear, pains through my asshole. Didn't you hear have beans, you ever had that? beans, good for you. The more you eat, the more you toot, the more you toot, the better you feel. So eat your beans at every meal. Yes, no, in fact, that it does not make, make me feel better. No, it made you feel terrible. No, it makes you feel like a... Sh- Do you ever get shooting pains in your asshole? In my asshole? It's the, it's the inner sphincter, not the outer sphincter. <laughs> I don't know what sphincter I have. I mean, I'm not that in tune with my sphincter muscles. Uh, all right, let's go to Dale. Dale, have you ever had shooting pains while farting? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have definitely had shooting pains while trying to take a shit. Have you ever thought that you're going to have... A, an, a heart attack when you're sitting in bed at four in the morning? Uh, no. Dale? Uh, you know, I I used to get, um, like, when I would drink, I would, I, like, my Apple Watch would tell me that, like, my heart was too, like, having an issue or oh, something. Wow. And it would freak me out, which would make it worse. Oh, but yeah, then I yeah. realized that it was, like, I was getting excited. Like, oh. when I would, uh, it, it was typically, like, oh, like, uh, we're going over to watch, like, the new South Park or something. So we'd have a couple beers, and then I'd, like, laugh and get excited at the show and then it would set off my watch <laughs> wow yeah. i wanted to do that i wanted to get my watch to recognize my heart rate so do you want to do you want to hear where i'm at right now yeah after a, a few com- days of this a complete neurotic mess no what? that's not where i'm at i have decided i think my maybe i'm about to have a heart attack okay Maybe, but I think my body can handle it. It can repair itself if so I let it if you heal. Ha- if you have a heart attack, you're going to be fine. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. If I uh, the shooting pains sound, okay, in my I, asshole, I, I, I think I, my body can repair itself. All right, I, I know I told you I wasn't going to make fun of you, but I must ask: Does that it all sound normal? What that you're a, a young, healthy, thirty-two-year-old guy? Yes. Are you 32? And then I start reading this book called How to Do Nothing. Okay. Phenomenal book by Jenny O'Dell. Fucking, of course, I'm reading a chapter where she talks about her friend who's 33 and dies. From a heart attack? Brain tumor. 
brain tumor. Then I start right. getting in my so brain. So then you have a brain tumor yes. too. Yes. All right. Anyway, so this is all to say mental health not doing particularly well. I understand. It's a, but it is a result of being overworked, which is a good thing. It's not good that I'm overworked, but it's good that, you know, you Pleasure Podcast it. is going really well. For those who don't know, I run Pleasure Podcast. It's growing. It's very cool that I've created something. I'm happy about it, but I need to better monitor my uh Yeah, my, I like the way you said it. Ah, from now self-care. on, Mom, turn off your screens before you go, the hour before you go to bed. I'm like, well, what am I going to do with myself then? Yeah. And you're, meanwhile, Not telling me it. how you do it every night. Yeah. Meanwhile, it'll, 11.45 at night, you're like, oh, I got a great idea for the podcast. And I'm like, obviously, Who you said it? You. I just did it. Plenty of times you call me up at 11.45 and I'm, I'm literally drifting off to sleep and you've got some brilliant idea. I call you? Eleven forty-five. Text me. Text you. Yes. But you don't need to check your phone. Okay, but you're on your phone, obviously. All right, all right, all right. Speaking of on the phone. Yeah. Facebook and Instagram sh- shut down yesterday. I heard about that. I felt such relief. Relief. I thought the world. I thought we were going to finally be done with this shit. I like Instagram. I can't stand any of it. Well, the Facebook. obsession. I don't know why. Knowing that no one else is on there. Made me feel much better as well. Yeah, it's sort of like the pandemic. Yeah, right? Like everyone's got to kind of cool their jets, and we don't need to do this all together. Yeah, I understand. Well. All right. Do you have any feelings about that, Dale? Were you happy? I heard that it happened, but I've been off them both for a while. Wow. uh, That's great. It it upsets me. Yeah. And I can't stay off if I have them downloaded. It's an addiction. Just, yeah. Oh, wow. I like your approach. Yes, I'm addicted to Tic Tac. Yes. Well, is that, that where you're going? No, that one didn't go down, unfortunately. Do you want to go into segment of hit on or shit on, Mother? Yeah, I got to because I'm about to lose my entire battery on my, my computer. This is hit on or shit on. The segment of the show where my mother and I share your comments and determine whether they are a hit on or a shit on. Okay. So let's just say that I took... Um, Three different Lyft or Uber rides that were very interesting. Yeah. Very different rides. One, which I'll share the actual audio because it was so hilarious. Another where a guy told me he had a bad Karen. When I told him, his, now whenever I talk to people about my name, I decided to own the good Karen part of it. I've given up with trying to fight it. This way people remember who I am. I just go, I'm Karen, the good Karen. So this guy goes, well, I had a, this Uber driver said he had a bad Karen experience. And he told me like, basically he met up with someone on Clubhouse and it was a complete disaster. Okay. Speaking of that, I had an Uber driver named. Where's this going? Peter. Okay. Peter. And, and I, you know, I turned into my father who likes to talk in different languages. When you meet somebody from a different country, this guy was from Romania and I happen to know some Romanian. So I started, you know, sharing some of the words I knew. I was not flirting. I was not being at all provocative. I was just talking and <laughs> I love the qualifiers. Well, because I when I flirting. this got me very upset. Okay. I get out of the car. My friend got out of the car before me. I get out of the car and you know he turns to me and goes, "You're very sexy." Now that creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> and you're in the car? I was yeah, I was in the car and I'm by myself with him and he goes you're very sexy and in the way he said it gave me the willies that gives me the fucking willies yeah, I cannot and now stand he knows it. where what hotel I was staying at he Ooh. knows some of my information from the app itself Ooh. I didn't like that I don't like that either and then I thought should I report him but if I report him then what if he comes after me while I'm still out of t- you know when I'm still in town so I was going to wait till I got back to LA to report him then and did you 
I have not yet, but I am contemplating. I would like to hear from the sneaky freaks if they think I should report them. I th- absolutely. I really? don't know. It's not appropriate. It's so not appropriate, and, and it so it feels like you know, it's that, violating. That, yeah, it was very violating, and I thought I'd mention that that is a shit on. That is. Well, it sounds it's a like hit a hit on, on but yeah. it's more of a shit on to me because I, I was like, ooh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think, is there any situation where that guy could have, you know, because he clearly, he wanted to connect with you in maybe a sexual setting. Yes. But he wanted to connect with you. How does he express that to you without giving you serious fucking willies? I don't know, because I, I don't really take a ride in the car to have someone kept. So maybe it's you just the context. You, just you don't do it. Do you, don't, you don't hit on your driver. Your that's people. it. When you feel captive. I felt captive. If the person's feeling captive you and you have all the power, you can't do that shit. He's got the he's got the wheel. He's got the wheel. He can take you and steal you and bring you wherever. And I've heard stories about that too. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And your friend had just gotten out of the car. She was already halfway in the. Oh, so you need to make some moves to grab when some you get alcohol. out of the car. Make some moves, right? But one good thing did happen as far as um, my vacation. Well, yeah. two two things. I took a, a poll of my TikTok listeners and I said, which is the way to start my day: a Bloody Mary or coffee? Yeah. What do you think? Bloody Mary. What do you think, Dale? I'm going to guess Bloody Mary. Yeah, you got it. People said a 125 to 96 Bloody Mary to coffee. Wow. thought that was an interesting little stat. And what did you choose to do that day? Of course I drank the coffee first because I'm addicted to coffee. And then the second thing I was going to share with everybody was that I had a, 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 a virginity breaking. What? My TikTok meeting someone oh. virginity breaking happened. What does that mean? So I met a, a, a fellow older TikToker who is a... You're uh, like a fucking child. You meet friends on the internet? Yes. Unbelievable. Her, and she has a, uh, a page called 50 is a mind fuck. <laughs> oh, that course, sounds like a friend Right up my alley. So I tell her I'm in town. And do you know she comes over and met me? And we both, we started, saw each other. And we, we were running, like in slow motion, you know, that kind no. of running. And we hugged each other. And we're like, yeah, we had masks on. I know that's what you're That's asking. exactly where I was going with that. But anyway, it was such a pleasure for both of us. We did some videos together. It, it was awesome. You know, there is an advantage of social media when you want it to be. You know, you meet people. Oh, that is so sweet. You yeah. think you'll stay in touch with her? Of course, I, I we're already great friends. Oh, I love this. Yeah. You get. Do you feel like you got to know the real her when you were on TikTok? Yes. Or did she? Come, no, she's, she's the same person. She's one hundred percent the same person. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So you knew what you were getting into. And we vibed. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Absolutely love it. You want to share what's going on in, in your? Uh... Yeah, we got a couple uh, messages here. One from Alyssa who says, "Cam, you have a cute laugh." Oh, see, Cam's talking. Pretty he, fucking good right there. He, he loves this section. This is, uh, this no, is I don't a, usually love this section. Here's why. We got a comment. This was, a, I don't know why you, you do this, where you pit, we, you, you pity, pit both of us against each other. You put up a video where we're dancing. I love we're that video. And you say, who does it better? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then someone, so the dog lover says Cam Potter, which I liked. And then Maggie Moo says, Cam, you killed it, which I would have thought was a hit on. And then she continues on and says, who would have known? Dot, dot, dot. Does that bother you? Yes, fucking bothers me. Well, Maggie Moo's always commenting about your hair as well. She comments about my hair. She comments about... Why can't she give me one compliment without backhanding me at the same time? Yeah, it was, that was, that's cute, though. Isn't that fucking cute? Who would have known it? <laughs> Isn't that fucking cute? 
<laughs> I do not. So I pinned I pinned the good part of that comment. You just pinned the one that said Cam Poder. Yeah. The from the dog lover. Thank you, dog lover Erica. The dog lover. You. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, do you know what time it is right now? Is it time for Mom's News? Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News is the segment of the show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know info for you. Woohoo! What this do we one, got today, Mother? This one is great. This this is in keeping with the the topics that we were talking about earlier. Man gets Glade air freshener stuck up his bum after sex game gone wrong. What this was in the, the mirror, fuck? my favorite publication. They didn't really explain why he did this, but it says a husband has undergone emergency surgery to remove a can of Glade air freshener from <coughs> his bum after a sex game with his wife went badly wrong. 40-year-old needed help, was rushed to the hospital in the Dominican Republic after the household product couldn't be retrieved. Oh, now, do you think she, wait, someone was saying it smells up there, yeah. so I'm going to spray some shit up there, and I'm going to stick the whole can up there because nothing's yeah, working? 100%. That's what why, I was thinking. Why else do you put an air freshener up your asshole? Well, it was you a got air, bad gas. I'm gonna put a. This guy probably had some painful farts. It could be, but I, was I, I don't that. think that it was helped by putting up that that aerosol spray. But his wife claimed that she put the aerosol up her middle-aged husband's back passage. Back passage. Back, I'm, that's back in other words, passage. For, for saying ass, <laughs> asshole or anus. Uh, at the request, at his request during sex, local media reported that surgery took around two hours and went without a hitch. A hospital spokesman person told local media the man is stable and recovering after the incident. All right, I'm so happy. He's two hours to remove a Glade can and from by your the way, asshole. If they get the Glade can, do you think, and it was just brand new, do you think they would wipe it down and use it again? Ew. Do you think that they sue Glade and then now Glade has to put on their package, no shoving this up your asshole? How do you know it already didn't say that and they just didn't abide by Glade's rules? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Wow. Anyway, I thought that there was interesting need-to-know news. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Mother. Wow, I, I would never have guessed that that's happening in the world today. Yeah, you never know what I'm going to find out is shoved up someone's ass. I'm always fascinated, though, because I remember my brother telling me he's an emergency room doctor and someone shoved a gerbil up their ass. I think they were able to retrieve it. I don't know if it was alive. Oh, God. Poor gerbil. My friend told me they were gifted a, a gerbil from their their uh, their neighbor. We're going through the pets that this person has. And he's like, I'm never going with pets. It started with my neighbor giving me this gerbil. And years later, I looked it up. <laughs> and it turns out it was a rat. Oh, my God. How does he not know the difference between a gerbil and a rat? I don't know. but he was... And I hope he didn't stick up either one of his ass. No, I don't think he did. So All right. Is, Mother, it, is it that time? It's the fucking time you've been oh, waiting Jesus. for. Jesus. The best fucking time of the goddamn show. Oh, no. The time that will get your fucking dick in a fucking knot. A time that will get your titties pointed on the head. Oh, my God. The time that will make you wetter than what Uberloop could ever dream to do. Is it also the time to stick a Glade aerosol can up your ass? It's the time to stick a Glade aerosol up your ass. It's Cam's Uppers is the place to be. Fun living is the life for me. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show where I get to share something near and dear to my heart, something I've been marinating on all week that my mother typically finds boring or horrifically dull or infamously ludicrous. It's Cam's Uppers. That's right. I've been talking, I've been teasing this one for several weeks now. And I think it's time I share. Oh, no. It is a Hawaiian prayer that I learned recently. What? 
Why do you start listing? I, I, because I don't know. I already got this idea of this Hawaiian man playing his little guitar. You no, look what, like what, you're what on a boat. No, he's playing sinking. that ukulele. ukulele. He's yeah. playing a ukulele. Okay, well, they they have this prayer called Ho'opono. Ho'opono Pono. That actually sounds like a fish I had in Hawaii. No, it's not a fucking fish, ma'am. This is a prayer that apparently they started teaching. It's like a meditation that they started teaching in, in prisons. And it just like completely changed the entire culture of this like extremely dangerous area. Really? Yes. What is like it? Like nonviolence. Okay. Basically, there are four things that you just repeat to yourself whenever you start feeling stress. Okay? Okay. You ready for these? I'm ready. I'm sorry. Oh. Please forgive me. Who are you saying this to? You say you got in a fight with someone. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Oh. Thank you. Oh, why are you saying thank you? Maybe the person is, you're, you're grateful for the other person for being there. You, you say this shit even when you don't even feel it. Even when you're saying, I'm right this whole time. Yeah. You still say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. You're going to change. I actually... I actually like that. Yes, I, I like I can't it too. believe I'm going to say this. I'm going to write those down and use those. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Love it. I love it too. And what's, he, there's one caveat here, Uh-oh. which is that like if you're in an abusive relationship or something like this. Yeah, you're not going to say I'm sorry that you just gave me a black eye. Right, because sometimes it, it really, you have to know yourself. I actually learned this from my meditation teacher, and I, I asked her, what happens if you tend to be the person to constantly take the blame on yourself, even when it's not necessarily meant for you? You know, like if you're in a conflict with someone, sometimes right. the person can say, you know, you have a response. Either that person's always like the person... That's not me is always wrong. But other people think like, oh, I must, if someone's upset, I must be the wrong. Okay. So if you, if you lie on that too far on that side of the spectrum, like, ah, I'm constantly the one that's wrong, this is not going to work for you. But you got to know where you lie. Yeah. You got to know the situation. But in general, but I'm I, sorry. What please if you're forgive always me. I love right? You. Thank you. If you're always right, then this is going to be perfect for you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Is uh, that you? You're always uh, right? Of course I'm always right. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> All right. That's Kim's uppers. <laughs> I actually like Cam's offer today. I, I usually do like it lately. They've been very up. I don't think you've ever been down. I've never really been down. Sometimes they get a little boring, though. Okay, thank you, Mother. But today's was not one of those times. Uh, can I cap it off with a little uh, segment called... Letters to Cam's Doctor? Yes. Is that where this is going? That's right. We got another letter to Dr. Yang. Dr. Yang. This, is, this went out on March 1st, 2017. Oh, God. You kept it from... Four years ago. Yeah, I like to keep this one around. Hi, Dr. Yang. I just got out of a dentist appointment for a general cleaning. The doctor was extremely concerned about the white spot on my tongue and <laughs> recommended I go see an oral surgeon at once. Can you please recommend one for me? I'm quite nervous given her response. So the sooner I can get in, the better. Thank you, Cam Potter. You know what? I seem to remember this has been it was a huge issue for you. So this is what you should really learn from. You made a huge issue about this, and I remember you saw several doctors, not just one, oral surgeons, all kinds of dentists and everything. Everyone said the same thing. Years later, nothing happened. Does I'm, that tell you something? I'm still not I'm still not convinced it's completely gone. No. It's not com- going to be completely gone, but it's not an issue. How do you like this? You're sitting in a dentist's office. You're just getting your fucking teeth cleaned. And this motherfucker looks at your tongue. She goes, oh. That's oh, not a good response. She, it's, a ga- it's a gasp. Yeah, <gasps> not a response oh, you want to no. hear. No, not good. Oh, no. Oh, no. 
you have you have a leukoplakia. Leukoplakia. Even I remember that leukoplakia. She a white spot on my tongue. She's like, I can't. Oh. I go, what is? What does that mean? She goes, I don't even want to go down. What that could mean? You don't want that. Everybody's got white shit on their tongue. No, no, no. This Red is shit, a growth. White shit. She thought I had cancer. Oh my god. She thought I had HIV. Po- I was HIV positive. No, that positive. was in your mind. No, that no. She... She was going through all this shit. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. That was a good letter to. That doctor. was a letter to my doctor. Uh, took several years before that was cleared up, but we got it cleared up. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Mother? Yes? Have we come to the end of the show? How'd that happen? It was well, just cruised by, you know? It, it really did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed today's episode. I did but as I well. But I, I would wonder if we've gotten any reviews that we'd like to read because oh, yeah. uh, I really, really appreciate reviews. And if you guys want to give us a review on any platform, just go to ratethispodcast.com. Slash mom. Did you? What was that just now? You kind of like fell asleep during that. What you said then or something? No, I was debating if it was ratethispodcast.com or ratethispodcast slash mom or ratethispodcast.com slash sex talk with my mom. I forgot. And I just... It's ratethispodcast.com slash mom. Okay. You can leave us a review over there. It gives you exactly how to do it. I'll read one. How about that? Okay. This says the best. Do yourself a favor and give this pod a listen. Woo! This is my all-time favorite podcast. I've yes. been able to start more meaningful and open conversations about sex and relationships as a result of listening. Wow. Also, it never fails to make me laugh. Thanks, Cam and Karen Lee. That's from Clur. You know what? This is exactly the sentiment I want people to get when they hear our podcast. What is that? Not only is it interesting to, and meaningful, and t- and and teaching something some something somewhat about opening their conversations up, but also that it made her laugh. Yeah, tremendous. I, I like to make them laugh. Thank you so much, I think my, pur- my my purpose in this world is to make people laugh. I what, love that. I said that to purpose? you on your birthday. Yeah, you did. That you make me laugh where you can make me laugh wherever I am. You know, you have a line like what? In, in, in your mustache that's like it's just like a it looks like there's like a little parting of the of the waters. What the like, fuck? There's a line in your what mustache. What the fuck? It's like a, you, you have a part in your mustache. It's what? a part. That's not good. It's not. I just shaved today. It looks good. You think it's good? Did you make that mark on purpose? No, I didn't make that fucking oh, mark on right, purpose. Right. You have a line in my mustache? Yeah. This is how you want to end the show? Well, I just noticed it for the first time. I thought I'd call, I'd point it out to you. That's okay, all. I'm going to talk about people that are actually supporting me. And who would those be? Those are our patrons. Our we sticky love our patrons, patrons. Who give us moral support. Emotional support. People that make me feel better for being in this world. Didn't I recently pluck out one of your eyebrows that was sticking out? Yes. And guess who didn't do that? Who? Akash, who just became a patron. Akash? Yes. Akash treats me like a fucking human. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash sex talk with my mom. If you want to join us on Patreon, we have patron parties. We've got special content you can't get anywhere else. we got a patron party coming up. Oh, fun. Yeah. All of our patrons are invited to join us on October 13th, at, which is a Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. We do it on Zoom, so you get to see each other and you see the see, exotic animals that are out there. Uh, you can see our exotic animals. You can see my my mustache part. You can see our little baby buddy. I have Ewok dog. That's right. We can't wait to hang out with you. So come join us at patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It's a wonderful way to support us financially as well. Yeah. We really appreciate all we, of our Siggy we, Freaks. We appreciate you guys. If you want to 
find us on TikTok. You're going to have a good time there because there's some funny stuff going on there. There's a lot, all kinds of ways that we can connect with you guys. And, and share with a friend, for God's sake. That, that would be awesome. It would be tremendous. Yeah. We love you guys. Are you ready for this? Yes, yeah, sing them out, Mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having something, an air freshener stuffed up your anally. What? Anally. Anally actually no. worked. Actually, yeah. Speaking, when I said anally, my, my second sphincter started there we screaming go. in pain it's again. starting up again. That's wild. If you're, if you're a proctologist, can you give Cam a call, please? He needs some help in that area. Text us 310-356-3920. All right. We love you guys. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.